Hi, this is Nikita Koloff from the Q&A with Koloff podcast, where you, the listener, get to ask me the questions, where you get a personal phone call from the Russian Nightmare. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a moment. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. How fun today on Kingdom Pursuits. I'm so glad you're joining us. I think you're going to be glad you did because we have with us Dr. Al Henson. He is the chairman and founder of Compassionate Hope Organization. And so the Compassionate Hope is a global charitable organization focused on providing hope and a future to victims of potential human trafficking victims and religious persecution in Southeast Asia. And he also wrote a book called Breaking invisible chains and it's available of course on amazon we've got it there at kingdompursuits.com but welcome dr henson oh it's wonderful to be here sir yeah yeah i'm so excited to yeah you may not know this but i am i'm the host of lantern rescue which is an organization that also operates throughout the world uh rescuing folks out of human trafficking and I get to do that show every week, so it's a oh, wonderful uh, a topic I'm a little bit familiar with. But I'm very anxious to to hear, uh, you know what what you guys are about and how did you get involved? Well, I've been involved with uh, mission work in Southeast Asia for almost 45 years. Wow! One of my spiritual gifts, though, is mercy. I'm a mercy shower. And through the decades, my heart grew more and more passionate uh, about the children that I was watching who were being uh, trafficked and abused and abandoned and uh, the horrific things that were coming against them. So 13 and a half years ago, my wife Susan and I uh, pursued the passion that God had given us, and we birthed Compassion and Hope Foundation. Wow. Yeah. I could imagine that has to be just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but I know Dr. Henson, you probably never heard Kingdom Pursuits before, but I have this part that, that we do that my listeners kind of expect where I get to tell my jokes. And so <laughs> today's topic is not a laughing matter, but we always like to start with a little levity. So speaking of chains, which I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So I love the word chains. It has so much potential when it comes to jokes. And so, you know, you're going to love some of these. I know you are, Nick. And I don't know if you've ever tried any real pun riddles, uh, Dr. Henson, but a local pizza chain just folded. Nick, um, what do they serve now? Um, oh, what are they called? I know what they're called. Like, 
calzones. You know, yeah. it, it is. It, it's always good to laugh. It is. To, it is good. It's good, to, good medicine, and that's what our souls yeah. were meant to do. So, I really like this one, and I've given Nick some time to think about it. Let's see if he has it. He's getting really good at this. He's been around me too long. <laughs> so, what would you call an international chain of hotels that is catering? To vampires. Got any ideas, Dr. Henson? I do not. I'm not good with riddles. Ah, here you go. Nick, what you thinking? I don't know. You've had you've had ten minutes to think about it. Some I don't know, Transylvania or something. You're gonna love it. Hema Globe Inns. (laughs) 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 That'll that'll draw in the vampires every time. So you know, don't be watching a guy using a chain link fence to go sifting through rocks. You know why? Why? You, you got any ideas, Dr. Henson? Hmm. Well, I guess they'd fall through the cracks. Yeah, well, yeah, that That's too, but it, it's offensive. It's offensive. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. And I, 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 do like, see, I do like this one. Let's see if you can do it, Nick. I okay. have great hopes for you today okay. on this one. I had to stop chain smoking. Why? Ooh. It's not, I don't know. Some, it's it just hard. It it's, it's hard to light those rascals. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Very good. <laughs> you know, they just oh. won't light up. There. You know, you just you go through a lot of bics. It's it's a struggle. <laughs> So you knew at the end of those shenanigans, I actually would have a Bible riddle that you could call in and win. And I'm, anx- I'm anxious to hear all the different answers that you may give me today. And if you have this one, um, you will have a chance to call in and win in here in a minute. So who was the most chained person in the Bible? Who was the most chained person in the Bible? And my hint is they're not the weakest link. <laughs> mm. Who is the most chained person in the Bible? If you know that, you can call in and win at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if they can answer that, who is the most chained person in the Bible? Nick, tell them what they'll win. Yes, absolutely. You'll be winning. You'll actually be winning Dr. Henson's book, and uh, Breaking Invisible Chains. Just give us a call at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And after you read the book, we will expect a chain reaction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> when you do that, I just always want to remind you that authors, uh, it means so much for them to you do, especially on Amazon to rate their book, give them feedback, whether you liked it or hated it or whatever, it's always good to know and, and yes. to get that from people. So go on kingdompursuits.com or Amazon, order the book, Breaking Invisible Chains, and then by all means go, and, and for any book that you're reading, really, I don't care if it's you know somebody who wrote thousands of books, they love, love, love to get feedback. Um, and so it's just a nice thing to do. They spoke into your life, so now you get a chance to speak back into theirs. However, that works. Um, you know, I, I, it's, just, it's just like when I get an email from a listener or someone comes on Facebook or wherever it comes from, you know, it, it's my chance to see what God's doing in somebody else's life. Uh, and especially if, if anything that He did through my life touches their life, you know, what an opportunity that is. So, getting back to, to Dr. Henson, so, uh, 
can you kind of give us an overview of, of what's going on now with the human trafficking situation in Southeast Asia? Well, we personally, uh, we don't do the rescues, uh, but we work with government agencies and uh, other 501c3s that do the rescue, and we become the family, the home. So we have now 65 <clears throat> homes of hope in Southeast Asia, and we have uh, almost a thousand boys and girls in those homes. Wow! And we've had hundreds and hundreds now that uh, have finished their life in the home. One of the unique things about us is that we, uh, as many as we can, we stay with those precious rescued ones, uh, and until they graduate from the university. So we have almost a hundred university graduates now uh, from those that have been rescued out of uh, this very horrible situations. That is absolutely wonderful. Well, we got to make sure that Lantern Rescue is one of those that, that, because they're always looking for homes and Christian places because it's a Christian organization. Right. You know, because as you know all too well, just like with Moses, he, he got them out of Egypt, but it took 40 years to get Egypt out of them. And, and so, exactly. you know, when somebody's rescued from that kind of thing, it, it takes forever, right, to to for God to work through, and, and not forever, but it takes a while for, for God to release them from all the bondage that's inside. It's just, yeah, it's we, so, yeah, we, we focus, we, that's the reason why we don't call them orphanages is because they're not, <clears throat> these are homes. And, uh, we understand that it takes, uh, a lifetime to, uh, uh, of the gospel and the power of the gospel and the love of God an education, food, and a safe place, and a healing place for them to uh, be more and more freed from the bondages of slavery that have entered into their soul. Yeah, yeah. It's um, in Exodus 6, right? There, there, there's that famous passage of what has become the four cups of redemption that are talked about at a Seder. And he's going to take you out. I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to redeem you. Then I'm going to take you <laughs> to be my kids. And yes. so it's a beautiful picture of those homes. I, I love it, love it, love yes. it. So we got a lot more coming with Dr. Henson. We got Tucker is in advance, and he's got an answer for our riddle. I'm very excited about that. But we need you to call us with yours or maybe a question for Dr. Henson, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And clearly, <laughs> we have a poster child for that today, Dr. Al Henson with the uh, uh, Compassion Hope Organization and his book, Breaking Invisible Chains. And very fun, we have Tucker with us in advanced North Carolina. And not too many people know how to say advanced, do they, Tucker? No, they do not. That is very true. Because <laughs> a lot of people think it's like advanced auto parts, but it's not. It's advanced. Yeah, it's not. It's advanced. That's true. You have to be from Davie County to understand these kind of things, right? <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Yes. <laughs> so, Tucker, I'm hoping that, you know, you have an answer to who was the most chained person in the Bible. It was Paul. 
Yeah, I would think too. (laughs) (laughs) He was not the weakest link by any means. No, no, he was not the weakest link. Um, He went through some stuff just like we do. I made some errors, but he definitely was not the weakest link. Yeah, I, I have experienced in my life, and I bet you have too, Tucker, that the closer you get to the target, the more the flack is bombing you. <laughs> yes. That is, you, yes. that is your life uh, begins to get, you know, get traction for the Lord. Um, you make enemies that you otherwise didn't have, and they're, they're not happy about all these shenanigans. So I, I, I love that you called in today. What about Paul's life most grabs you? Uh, I think what the the redemption, what God can bring you, what you are into and out of, and, you know, God can just bring you out of anything. Salvation will make you a new creature, no matter how bad you were. And that, and that I think that's so powerful, right? If he's got to lay you down and blind you in the middle of the road to Damascus. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming after you if you're his guy. Um, That's right. That's right. And, and, and he can do some remarkable things in our lives if we just let him. That's it's so true. Well, I'm so glad, glad that he did it in your life, Tucker, and certainly glad for you listening today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank God, you very much. God bless. You have a great afternoon. God bless you. Hey, you have a great afternoon, great evening, too, and stay warm tonight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Thank you, you too. Sir. So, Dr. Henson, um, I love that. So, you you have these houses, and uh, they're in Southeast Asia. And so, what what prompted you to write the book, Breaking Invisible Chains? Well, so many people um, were listening to us speak or share, and you know, these are really God stories. And what prompted us to write the book? The book is not about us. It's about God and the power of the gospel, and it's working in the lives of these precious rescued ones. And so what prompted us to write the book is to encourage uh, the faith of others. You know, we live in a culture now where so many people are deeply wounded, not just uh, not just these children, but a lot of people have a lot of internal slaveries in their own life, you know, of uh, fear and shame and and unforgiveness. And so what prompted us to write the book is to encourage people that the power of the gospel and the love of God can work in their own lives uh, to set them free and strengthen their faith. And then secondly, just to encourage them as to what God is doing in the lives of, uh, in Southeast Asia, uh, the children there that are, uh, you know, it's a plague there. and uh, this is this is really the new face of modern day slavery. Human trafficking is. Oh, it, yeah. Well, in a way, it's it's been around since clearly at least Moses and before then. But right. you know, blessed are they who keep his testimonies and seek him with their whole heart. Right. That yeah. each one of those stories is a testimony. Yes. And, and they speak loudly um, to all of us. And I was thinking as you were talking about people that are bound in slavery and, and all that stuff that's in Isaiah 61, right? That he came to <laughs> bind up the brokenhearted and, and set the captives free. Right. But that the idea of all that is the power of the gospel, because that is the, what he's talking about in that passage, that the gospel is not meant to just, Oh, well, we get to heaven, but while we're here on earth and I'm talking about me personally, 
like, man, I had, and I have, I shouldn't say had, <laughs> I was thinking about, when you're talking about slavery, you know, I resemble that remark, you know, just last night right. I was trying to not eat this bread that my wife made that was unbelievable, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife last night made a coconut cake, <laughs> and uh, she asked me if I wanted a piece, and I ate a piece. And after she slipped off to bed, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would have got another piece. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan! I tell Tammy sometimes, yeah. you know, <laughs> with that, what the, but you know, it's fascinating, really fascinating to me, um, how certain things in my life the gospel set me free, but it was very intentional. Like, just like those homes, you're very intentional in covering these wombs and asking Jesus to come in. And it takes a great deal of prayer and it's a process, right? And it doesn't, it's, it's not a short process, but it's a long process. But every, every one of us has these things we can be set free from if we really get in there and ask God to help us. Yeah. And I think an important uh, part of that is that the gospel, you know, uh, revelation says that God has put the keys to the kingdom in our hands, and that is the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, the gospel is the key to the entrance into to a relationship with the king and then into the kingdom. And the beautiful thing about this is that God is using ordinary people uh, like our nationals and our leaders there and men and women just like you and I who have been set free now to go by faith and surrender and obedience and bring that gospel into the, for us into some of the darkest areas uh, of, of humanity oh, yeah. and see see the power of the gospel. So it's a beautiful story. It's not only is this God's story of the rescue and the healing and the restoration, but it's also God's story of how he uses ordinary people uh, who are willing, that have a willing heart to serve him and love him and, and obey him. That's beautiful. And... So of those stories in your book, you know, obviously you don't want to tell, you know, too much, but we would love to hear just a sense maybe of one of those that really gripped your heart as you were writing the story that you probably recalled what God did. And it was like, wow. Yeah. One of the stories is uh, of a young girl, uh, nine years old. We call her Ellie. Obviously that's not her name. Uh, But in the Philippines specifically, uh, all of our homes there the boys and girls that are being rescued into those homes are coming from what is known as the OSEC uh, darkness, online sexually exploited children. And Ellie's story is that, you know, she went to visit her aunt one night and to spend some time with her aunt, and the aunt wake, woke her up in the middle of the night and said, hey, I got a friend I want you to meet. And so she carries her into another room, and there in the other room is a, um, a, 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 man, a male on the other side of the computer um, and the Philippines is such a horrible place for this because it's not only impoverished but they speak English and then she was asked to do horrific things and so we call her Two-Faced Ellie because uh, that's actually what she called herself because at night she was living one life in the, and then she put on another face to go to school Eventually, after staying with her aunt for a while, she went home and she thought, oh, now I'm safe. But not knowing that her mother was a part of it, her mother wakes her up in the middle of the night and puts her in front of a camera. And this went on for five years until she was rescued. And uh, uh, she she actually wrote a poem. It did, it's uh, 
it, it'll break your heart, but it was out of her heart. Monsters are after me, she says. And then she said, her poem ends that in their homes of hope, there she found true love and understand what and understood what true love is. Um, and uh, that story, by the way, uh, one of our partners is Tim Tebow and his wife Demi, and the Tebow Foundation, and they have a video out uh, of Ellie's story where uh, Demi is reading her story and the poem that she's written, uh, but. Uh, we're grateful for the TiVo Foundation, who is uh, is partnering with us there in the Philippines. We have two villages of hope now, and there are six homes of hope and four more under construction uh, in oh, the Philippines. We actually are connected because the TiVo Foundation is actually on the board of Land and Rescue and very much involved in what we do. So there's already the connection, <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah. he does. You're right. That foundation is, is is doing phenomenal work, not just in the United States, but internationally, because obviously yours is clearly an international um, organization. Yeah, I would say that based on my knowledge, uh, the Tebow Foundation is doing as much internationally as they are national. Tim himself was the son of a missionary and uh, who was a mission. His father was a missionary and parents were missionaries in the Philippines. Uh, for many years. Right, which, you know, part of the story of this, you know, his own, I guess what you call faith story, you know, had to do with that. I mean, they were on the mission field, and uh, you probably know the story better than I do, um, Dr. Henson, but it, it, it was very much connected to, you know, his parents' mission work. Yes, yes. And and he tells the story often about how he's he met this young uh, boy on the streets with uh, many different excuse me, difficult problems medically and how God touched his heart even as a young boy for the least of these, which Matthew uh, 25 speaks about and says, when you've done it under the least of these, you've done it unto me. And one of the joys we have is that when we wash their feet, when we rescue them, when we restore them, we give them water to drink, food to eat, education. It's as if we had done it unto Jesus himself. What a beautiful uh, reward to serve the Lord in this kind of way. Absolutely. So wonderful and so good to have you on. we got to go to a break, but of course, we'll be back in a moment with more with Dr. Henson. But of course, we would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Maybe you think of somebody else that was chained. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build a kingdom. And again, what fun we're having today. And, and, and I, it's a heavy subject, but by the same token, you know, God's doing amazing things with it. We have Dr. Al Henson with us. He is the founder and, of course, chairman of Compassionate Hope Organization, and his book is out on Amazon, Breaking Invisible Chains. And as you hear, this is stories. I mean, amazing stories of what God has done in these young people's lives and testimonies, like we've discussed here. Uh, you can find those, uh, again, on Amazon, or you can just go to kingdompursuits.com. I put a link there for both uh, the organization Compassion Hope, or, I mean Compassionate Hope, 
as well as the book, right? Breaking Invisible Chains. And again, as always, if you got another answer to my riddle, I love when you guys do that. I mean, you guys often have something that blows my mind. So feel free to call us, 866-348-7884. I'll bet you we can come up with another book for you somehow. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. So, so Dr. Henson, I would imagine, since you've obviously been doing this for a long time, that COVID had a real impact on Southeast Asia that I don't think most of us in America have any sense of. Uh, yes, absolutely. Especially the, uh, the OSEC children. Um, you know, the Philippines, by the way, is the number one country in the world for this atrocity. Oh, yeah. And I think Mexico is number two, but in the Philippines, it's 16 times larger than Mexico. But when uh, COVID hit, uh, as, as we all know, many, many of us were forced inside. And being forced inside, this increased the uh, availability, opportunity for uh, online sexual exploitation. And we've heard statistics like that uh, things increased uh, 300% during that period of time. And so the number of children that were being abused uh, and wounded and hurt in this way increased tremendously during uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, because when you think about it, it's a supply. And, and as people went inside and they isolated, dressed, Satan had them where he wanted them, right? Yeah, they, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I, I thought about it this week, the idea of idle time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, what did I do with my idle time? Unfortunately, you know, there's all sorts of idols, and that's one of the most horrific uh, that I don't think uh, so many men that are involved in have any idea uh, what they are bringing on the world by their hunger for that. Because, you know, as they, as as like you said, the demand increases, there's going to be people that figure out how to how to fund that. That make yes. money doing it. And uh, if, if, if your listener doesn't understand or know, uh, America is the number one uh, um, demand. Has, uh, you know, the, the men and women of America are the ones who are demanding this kind of horrible garbage the most. Right. Of any country in the world. That's exactly, you know, unfortunately, not just the. Um, as you said, the online sexual exploitation, but then unfortunately, because then their hunger grows all the more, then they literally go over to the country and it's yeah. worse. Yeah. In Thailand, for example, uh, I've heard this statistic that over 50% of all of their tourist daughters dollars are directly or indirectly tied in somehow with the human trafficking industry. Another statistic in Thailand that the government uh, issued that they uh, they say they have at least 12 million children that are at risk in their country. That's only a country of about 80 million people, so that's one in every eight uh, uh, human beings in Thailand are at risk. In the Philippines, the... Um, the ones that are 
perpetrating this are family members. 70% of all of the children in the Philippines that are being uh, uh, trafficked online are by a family member. And 70% of those that are being trafficked are 12 years and under. All right, and, and one of our, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to say that one of our uh, youngest, this is unbelievable, but the youngest that we've ever rescued is 25 days old. Yeah, it is unbelievable, but I know it's all too true. And the scary thing is that statistic isn't just for Thailand. It, yes. It's for America, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you when you when you dig into the statistics of who actually is the perpetrator quite often unfortunately it's people that are desperate for money because of drugs or whatever else they do but they often will turn to somebody that they like you talked about an aunt or or a, a relative of some kind and and so it's something as parents as as aunts and uncles ourselves to be looking at that man if something is going on with a child that you know that you can just tell they're not themselves or whatever, just because like you were talking about Two-Faced, I forgot, Annie or Two-Faced, the girl you were talking about? Ellie. Ellie. Two-Faced Ellie, yeah. They're, they, they, they're doing one thing during the day and doing and forced to do other things at night in order to, you know, meet somebody's drug habit or whatever in the world is they're being exploited yeah. in, and not just like you say, it, it physically, but, you know, often with that online you know, that's easy money for a lot mm-hmm. of folks um, and just scary, right, yes. that, 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 that those kind of things go on. But that's why I'm so grateful, Dr. Henson, for obviously not only what, got, what you guys are doing to help the people, but now, you know, you're, you're sharing this information so that, you know, a, a broader audience will understand the horrors of, of what Satan is meaning for evil, but God's using it for good. Yep. And if anyone is interested in uh, being a part of this movement of God, the movement, a uh, gospel movement of love, um, we have a very unique way in which people can be involved. In, and you know, in many ministries like ours, they have adopt a child. We we have a, actually a, adopt a home where someone can uh, become a part with a, maybe with others and and actually uh, taking hard ownership uh, of of one of these homes of hope. Wow. Wow. That's, that's amazing. And so if they go then, of course, to, what is it? Compassionhope.org? Yes. Compassionatehope.org. Yes. Compassionate. I keep saying compassion, but it's compassionatehope.org. And there you can, I'm sure they've got a donate button and see how you could sponsor, you know, one of these homes and, and what might be involved. Cause again, it, or I shouldn't say again, but those who listen to me often know that, it, you know, it's one thing to give a one-time donation, but when the organization knows you're giving regularly, then they can set budgets and stuff based on, okay, it's $10 a month or $5 a month or $20, whatever it is that you can do. When you do that, then they know, okay, this, that we it's okay to go ahead and, you know, buy this stuff, right? Yeah. And hopefully, you know, if, as one becomes aware and has understanding of a home and the children. And we give them a lot of information. My prayers are one day they'll actually go and spend a few weeks there and go and just love love these precious rescued ones and, and be involved in their lives. And, and that's really how uh, you know the scriptures are clear. Go, uh, go and see the fields that are white and the harvest. And so our hope is that 
that uh, brothers and sisters would end up going and, and visiting and being a part of one of these homes of hope for a few weeks. Oh, how cool is that? So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting where your treasure is. That's where your heart is, too. And and yeah. so as, as you have a chance to give towards this and pray towards this, then, oh, I got an opportunity to actually go see this home I've been supporting. Like, man, um, yep. you know, God is, God's at work. And I would bet you that many times they think they're going over there to help somebody, but the person that really gets helped is them, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Man, I, I, you can't, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that from people that have gone. They'll come home and say, I thought I was going to help them. And actually, they helped me. Oh, yeah. And what it really does is it turns our hearts uh, uh, oh, towards yeah, what's, really, what's really important, I what's fit. really valuable in life. I hate we got to go to a break. Those are such wonderful words, Doctor. We'll be right back with, again, it looks like we got a caller and more from Dr. Anson. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And of course, boy, what a, what a show we've had today with Dr. Henson. He's the founder of Compassionate Hope, and that's compassionatehope.org. And he's the author of the book, Breaking Invisible Change, which is available on Amazon, of course, Breaking Invisible Change, and also there at kingdompursuits.com. You can click on the link and, and get that. And so... Uh, Dr. Henson, we just have a, a short period in this in this segment, and and I'm wondering uh, what you want to say that you didn't feel like you got said in the other parts of the show. You know, I was thinking about that. Uh, I think I would share this something that I have grown more and more in my values and my faith system through this, and that is the power of God's love. I actually believe theologically that it's when someone begins to experience God's love that hope occurs, and that hope will lead to faith. And so what God has shown me is that his His strategy for all kingdom expansion is heart-to-heart, life-to-life uh, uh, evangelism and discipleship. And how do we open the doors uh, to to the hearts of those who do not know Christ? And the way is just go find a way to love them and begin to show them the love of God. And then they'll open up their hearts to start hoping that even they, themselves can be free from their chains of slavery and free from the chains of sin and can be uh, come into eternal life and into the kingdom of God. And really, this, it's this principle that Compassionate Foundation is founded upon is that when we receive these children, we receive them in the love of the Heavenly Father, and we become His hands, His feet. We become His fatherly and motherly heart uh, to these children. And it's amazing how that kind of love, they begin to feel safe. And then in that safety, they begin to hope. Again, uh, what they've been through, I call it this... Uh, it sucks all the hope out of them. It's hope killers and dream killers. Their hope and dreams for lives have been their lives have been killed. And when they come into this kind of safe, loving uh, home and family, all of a sudden 
they begin to hope again. They begin to dream. And our purpose is to help them to find out who they are as the sons and daughters of God and then to fulfill God's eternal purpose and plan for their life. So to everyone listening, just go pray, be filled with the spirit of love, and go just love someone. Yeah, that's that's well beautifully said, actually, Dr. Henson, that, you know, just to feel safe and whatever it gives you a reason to believe that there's good people in this world and that you have a chance at this. And so when you look at the, the future of compassionate hope and, and, and we ask people to pray for you guys, is there specific projects or something we can be praying for you? Yeah, we have uh, four locations that are homes of hope that we're turning into villages of hope. Wow. And for time's sake, I want to explain what those are, but that would be a purpose of prayer. And then here's a major request. You know, sometimes you're doing something significant and it'll lead to something even greater. Thailand, for example, is a country where the gospel has been for well over 100 years and still it's less than 1% Christian. And my last trip over this fall, I had a personal invitation to join the royal patronage. Now what that means is, is that I will become a part of an association with the royal family and many uh, businesses and organizations that are tied in to that. And the way they invited me in, I will now have the opportunity to share the gospel at the core of Thailand and be the gospel there. And so I just please pray for the uh, this opportunity that God has set before me as his, uh, his son and his servant to share the gospel uh, at the core of... Um, leadership in Thailand. Right, which is to the point you actually spoke of a minute ago, that people will see your good works and glorify yes. your Father in heaven. In other words, here the people are, this government going, man, here's this unbelievable, horrific crime thing going on, and here are these people are, they're coming in and helping us. You know, what's behind that? Love? Yes, yes. What does that, what does that look like? Well, <laughs> let me tell you the reason for the hope that I had. That's just a beautiful, amazing story. Yes, I, yes, I, I, I love that. And um, I'm going to be praying as soon as I get off the air. Well, why don't we just pray right now? Lord, thank you for Dr. Hentz. I thank you for this open door, this opportunity you've given him. And I just pray you'd give him boldness. But you'd give him those compassionate eyes at heart that he has that, that the people there could see that what he's sharing is the best news they could ever hear. I pray that the Holy Spirit would enable him to provide that message with such understanding, despite whatever language barriers or whatever else is there, that they would clearly get his message of hope and that they would have a chance to meet the most wonderful thing they'll ever Amen. talk to in their life. In Jesus, we pray and for his sake and his glory. Amen. Wow. Amen. Hey, th- hey, thanks, guys. Lord bless you. Oh, thank you, Dr. Henson. And of course, we want to thank all of you listening, right? Because without you guys, we don't have a show. <laughs> so we're so grateful for all of you listening today to the Truth Network. Again, go to kingdompursuits.com to find out more about Dr. Hen- uh, Henson's Compassionate Hope and his book, Breaking Invisible Chains. Now stay tuned because you got so much truth coming at you, right? You got Encouraging Prayer with James Banks, followed by The Masculine Journey if you're here in Winston-Salem. And then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff, The Russian Nightmare. It's all coming to you on the Truth Network. Thanks for listening.
This is the Truth Network.